Hello, welcome to Snap Trek, a Star Trek podcast which compares two episodes of Star Trek just for the fun of it. We pick a few categories, we throw out a few ideas, we have a laugh. It's pretty quick. Um, so have a listen and see what you think. I'd like to introduce you to Jen. Hi. <laughs> hello, hello. How are Good, you? How are you, Ross? I'm very good, thank you. Oh, I should introduce myself. I'm I'm Ross. This is good. Okay, we've got a great little podcast for you, which is a little competition which sets up two episodes of Star Trek. It is a category-based game, six categories. We each pick a scene or an answer to respond to those categories, and between the two of us, we dish out a point each. And at the end of it, whomever has the most points is the winning episode. Uh, and it's all for fun. Uh, we, we're not really too worried who wins, as long as we can have a nice chat about Star Trek and talk about the show we really enjoy. So, so the episodes we're going to talk about today are from uh, TNG, Season 6, Episode 5, Schisms, and Voyager, Season 4, Episode 7, Scientific Method. And obviously these have a little bit of a, um, a theme together, which is sort of alien experimentation. Uh, on the crew so it made sense to put these two together um and we decided because everyone's so familiar with you know we're all we're all star trek fans we've all been uh watching the show forever and we chat to each other on twitter all the time so we all know the episodes really well so we decided to recap the episodes in the form of a limerick or a haiku what did you go for Jane? or any other kind of poem oh any other kind of poem. <laughs> some kind of poem okay. you know, just for the future oh, like... but yeah but i did i did pick a limerick oh, though i'm doing a limerick or uh sonnets they'll be fine as well right <laughs> <laughs> maybe someday you know who knows <laughs> there was an and there was an ode in one of these episodes you know ode i know that <laughs> oh, yes. could feature quite heavily in the upcoming episodes <laughs> <laughs> okay so um uh, would you like me to go first please uh, Okay, so this is my Limerick recap for Voyager's scientific method, okay? Aliens with an x-ray display are manipulating our crew's DNA. Doc uncovers the attack, then the lab rats fight back. Through the pulsar, no bluffing from Janeway. That was excellent! That was really good! <laughs> <laughs> that was fantastic! Oh my god, that was excellent! Thank you! Right, um, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try and top that a little bit, but I, mine's such a mouthful, I've had to practice saying it. I'm putting way too many L's in it. And there's just you throw a few too many L's in it. Interesting. <laughs> and I've had half a glass of wine as well, so obviously I'm I'm way over the edge. That's the perfect amount <laughs> <laughs> for this. Okay, so okay. my my limerick for schisms is the sensor arrays rewired. Alien attentions acquired. And Solanogen creeps all kidnap sleeping people, explaining why Riker's so tired. Oh, I love it. <laughs> this is fun. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> I was pretty I was pretty pleased with it. We should just do a podcast about Star Trek poems. <laughs> I, I could definitely do that. That'd be fun. <laughs> I love writing them. Oh, wow, that was great. Very so we pleasing. know. We so now we know what our episodes are about. Yeah. Um uh, we can move on to round 1. Round one. Round one. So our category for round one is best cold open. Okay. Now best cold open. This is this is a toughie. Both of them had such long yeah, cold opens. They were long. Um, yeah. 
but I'm just going to give you, I mean, you know, it introduces, for schisms, it introduces the episode, you get Riker's bedhead, you've got Junior J, and I mean, if that's not going to sell it for you, just three words, Ode to Spot. You get the Ode to Spot, you know, it's going to be hard to top the Ode for, for, for a cold open. It is, that is hard to top. Um, and but Scientific Method does have one of my favorite cold opens too. Um, it, it's got a little bit of everything. It's got um, a little bit of back and forth between Torres and Seven. It's got some romance, you know. Um, and it's uh, with you know Paris and Harrison, she, Torres. Together. Is that the first time, or have they been on and off? You know, there were little hints of it um, before, if I remember yeah. correctly. But it's this, it wasn't like a a thing. Yet, yeah, if I remember correctly. But um, and then it seems like like normal things are happening, and then bam, you get this wonderfully creepy body scan with these alien characters on the screen, and and it's out of nowhere, and it's what the, what is happening here, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so it's it's a really it's a really it, it it's really jarring from the normality of what's going on, you know, beforehand, and it, it's it's really interesting because that that's nice. The, the 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 schisms one it's quite a slow open and it's so tng when they actually attend yeah. a poetry recital and you know he sat down quietly nodding off in the corner and he you know he wakes up clapping and data has to part. calm him down yeah. a little bit it's very good um but it's the ode to spot which i i'm only gonna refer once to in this whole this because otherwise i could just be quoting the ode all the way through but I think that for best cold open, you know, Riker's bedhead, <laughs> he's knackered. The ode to spot, it's just perfect. But I, I do love your uh, the, the scanning. And actually, you've got a whole little yours as well, isn't there? Yeah, a whole little story with yours. Uh, you've got the romance, yeah. The the the, the discussion with uh, Torres and Seven. Loads goes on. And and you know what? I really legitimately think ode to spot is a good poem. It's really good. It, it finds the beauty in the scientific of the cat and, and I, I think it's quite lovely yeah. and um you know it's good but geordie geordie wasn't moved by it there was no no he wasn't was feeling it just i nothing. get that <laughs> so so for me um the cold open to scientific method is is one of the best cold opens i i find it really uh really interesting but you just can't beat it to spot so for me the point goes to schisms for best cold open I think the point okay. to and schisms as well. I think I think yeah, going to spot really cuts it, um, and that's how we're, we're we're scoring things. We should probably explain <laughs> that at the very beginning. We're going to score just between the two of us because this is this yeah, is not a high stakes fun. game. Yeah. We can just decide ourselves what we So think. we each give a point to schisms. Yeah. So it's, it's schisms is up two nothing. <laughs> yeah. Good job, schisms. Um, I'm going then for uh, the next round is the grossest slash grimmest Ooh. moment. Um, okay. So please, what's so, your grossest slash grimmest uh, moment? Uh, there select? are a lot of choices in this episode. You know, there's there's mm. the Mylian sweat glands, which was in the lead for a while. <laughs> Neil, Neelix uh, starts turning, <laughs> yeah. you know, into uh, into his great great grandfather or his great grandfather was in So Mylian. and that that's yeah. kind of gross. <laughs> um, and there's there's yeah, but. Yeah. The grossest part is the grossest moment in scientific method is definitely the needles in Janeway's head. The big thick mm. needles and she's got not one but two aliens 
you know, manipulating them, twisting them into her skull. And that image has stayed with me <laughs> since the first time I've seen it. Oh, yeah. Do you know what? It's, it, it's so right because I, I remember, I think about that sometimes. Yes. You know, if I've got a headache, I'm like, it's probably not that bad. It's, right. it's not as bad as the one I had. Yeah. And I do, it's one of the sort of the creepiest as well yeah. in Star Trek where you sort of, you're seeing it through Seven's eyes and she, of course, is having to sort of feign like this isn't really happening, which makes it even worse right. almost. Like she has to stand there and be completely, I- I'm not seeing this, but there is in fact people stabbing Janeway's brain with, with big needles. Big, thick ones. So yeah, yeah. that's a, Ugh. yeah, the math. <laughs> so my, my, Actually, for for gross and grim moments, I think uh, schisms is much more about the sort of the tension mm-hmm. of it uh, for a long time, like the mystery of it. So there's not so much gross and grim. However, I have picked. I had two options. There's one one scene where poor Lieutenant Hagler, his blood turns into a liquid polymer, but he's just sort of you know he sort of spasms a bit and then he's lying dead. It wasn't gross. It was just sad. I felt poor bad bad for poor Plastic Hagler. Um, but then in, in the actual uh, the, the alien domain, the alien sort of interdimensional environment, there's a scene with uh, Ensign Rager and she's lying on the plinth and she's sort of twitching mm-hmm. and she's got these, these huge pipes coming out of her forearm and reconnecting into her hand. Yes. And they're, it's pretty gross and she's looking pretty sort of... And then uh, she's rescued by Riker. I thought for a second he was going to leave her behind, but he did uh, pick her up and carry her through. So um, that was my gross moment. But in truth, nothing really compares to the, the needles in Janeway's head. I mean, that is... Yeah. I, I, think, I think my point would have to go to Janeway's... To have to go to, to the Janeway Yeah, needles. the other one in Schisms that gets me was not on screen, but even just them talking about what happened to Riker's arm. Getting yeah. amputated Recon- and, and reattached, just, uh, and they were just a little bit Recon- off, and oh... That just the implications of what that was like is <laughs> is pretty gross too. Yeah, it it but, is horrible. But yeah, I have to agree. For me, this round, the point definitely goes to scientific method and the needles in Janeway's yeah. head. <laughs> okay, definitely. Okay, so two all sounds good. So far, so good. <laughs> uh, yeah. I think it's going to heat yeah. up a little bit now, though. Okay, round three. Okay, round three. We're going to do scariest alien. Because these are some creepy, creepy aliens in these episodes. So, Ross? I'll be honest. For creepy aliens, you're going to struggle to beat the Solanogen-based life forms. Clicking, scaly, boggle-eyed, squiddy, beaky, creepy, <laughs> shuffling hooded figures with claws they're experimenting on the crew with zero morals sort of similar level of technological attainment as the enterprise d and then you know at the very end when they're getting found out they sort of squawk around for a bit one of them gets shot and then they still shoot through like a mysterious probe into our universe indicating that they're really not through with us yet you know the, the, the clicking oh god they are gross they're, they're one of the they're one of the creepiest Oh, I agree. The, cl- the clicking itself <laughs> is enough to put them in contention. <laughs> uh, there's just something about yeah. it, yeah. And and just their all their tools just see, seem so torturous. 
you know, there doesn't seem we we don't know their motivation, which is actually pretty scary in and of itself. And then you see just this basically torture chamber that they have the the crew members in. Oh, the the black room, the the hoods, the click, and 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 the secrecy, the sort of the you know against the person's wishes or without their consent. That's even worse. That's the the real scary bit, isn't it? This is happening, and you didn't even know. That yeah. we were taking oh. your arm off and you know <laughs> turning your blood into plastic. I will <laughs> say though, I think it they would have been scarier scarier if we never saw their faces. Um, because it takes a little bit away from them because they kind of look a little bit, you know, costumey when once you see under the hood. Like if they had just kept them they, hooded and dark and us not see them at all, I think that would have been even scarier, more mysterious. There's a TV there's a TV show I used to watch called Red Dwarf, and it has Yes. It, it, you you watch Red Dwarf? There's an episode that where they use some stock footage of these weird dinosaur creatures, and it just looks like these. It's always like it reminded me immediately of them. And I was like, oh, that's, that's quite funny. I feel like I'm taken away from their creepiness now, um, but they are creepy. Okay, and then in contention for scariest alien and scientific method, they're actually called the the Shrivani, which they're actually not named in the episode, but it was in, they were called the Shrivani in the scripts, and they just it was it didn't make the final episode they're just unnamed creepy alien scientists (laughs) but um they are scary because of the fact that they're out of phase so they can basically do whatever they want to you without your knowledge um which is is scary also because they're creepy because they're also creepy because they just they obviously have have no um no feelings for the people they're experimenting on uh, they're they just consider them lab rats but what what puts them uh, ma- what makes them creepier compared to the solagen life forms to me is that the people mm. are aware during the yeah. experiments you know like they they they're doing these creepy creepy things to them and and they're feeling the consequences i mean Riker did feel tired but he wasn't awake when they amputated his arm (laughs) and these these people have no regard whatsoever for for even the you know yeah they they really want to see what people are going to do in a certain situation (laughs) whereas you sort of think collagen based guys don't even know what we are right it's a completely new idea and they're like we've just got to open them up and see what's there but try and seal them back up and send them on their way like like tagging a turtle and then the, what's another thing that's scary about the Shravani is that they literally just snap their fingers and, and just murdered one of the crewmen, you know? So they basically had everyone Yeah. That does make, I mean, that does make them, and that moves them from sort of creepy to evil because this is, they, they, they've gone from being, you know, this is just a whole, this is scary, this is a bit, to being like, oh, you're a bad person doing bad things. And, you know... I understand this is wrong, and I know right. you understand this is wrong. But the Solanogen life forms, uh, they're more like you, you feel like uh, maybe like children playing with a, a, an insect. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Versus like true evil. Uh, you know, like try like not meaning to yeah, kill yeah. it, but being too rough. You know what I mean? <laughs> Versus the Shravani, which are which know for sure that uh, these are are sentient beings and. That's kind of yeah. why they chose them as their lab rats. So I, I certainly give them the evils. Although but. for points wise, I am even for the clicking alone. I think the creepy, scariest ones must be the Solanogen-based life forms. 
I agree. If it, if it was e most evil, it would probably go to the Shravani, but scariest is definitely those yeah. crazy clicking. They are, they are horrible. Things. They yes. are horrible. <laughs> right. So round four is uh, best actor round. Best actor being experimented on. Um, and I think we've both got quite a few to choose from actually here. Oh yeah, go on then. Why don't you why don't you give me your best actor being experimented on? Okay. So, oh, see this 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 was a tough one because I could have went with. I I really like the way Seven played uh, when she was being probed and could see herself being probed. You know, so both Jerry Ryan and Seven of Nine were were good actors there. Um, so that was that's my runner up. But I got to go with Janeway. Poor Janeway with her dopamine levels through the roof and getting more and more aggressive and more and more sleep deprived. I mean, it, and... it really comes through the whole episode, doesn't it? And it really sort of, you get that sort of tension when she's coming in and you think, oh God, she's going to fly off the handle again. She's going to go nuts again. You do get that all the way through that right. episode. Um, so she... she does a good job too of getting worse yeah, and worse yeah, yeah, as yeah, the yeah. episode progresses, I think. I think Kate Mulgrew does a really good job of uh, finally becoming unhinged. Um, what put what what makes her best actor? If, if I'm picking a particular scene, though, is when uh, the crewman um, got murdered um, by the the Shravani, and she, you know, first of all, didn't want to believe it. You know, tried tried giving her, uh -huh. you know, CPR, even though it would, the doctor said it was too late. You know, she you see how desperate she got. And that was the minute yeah. that she snapped, and she's yes, you know, yes, and you could yes. you could see see it in her face that she has snapped. She's like, okay, this is going to end <laughs> now, and I'm going to end it in a in a particularly Jane way. And way that, you know? that is a cracking ending. <laughs> um, you know, the the way she pulls that uh, off with the flight through the binary stars, it's really memorable. And I was right. just. I was, the twenty to one, one to one in twenty chance of success. And just the idea that and <laughs> is it Tuvok? Tuvok's like just sort of muttering the st the stats and like we may not survive this, but just plowing on regardless. Yeah. It, it's a really great right. end of scene, and she is a. I mean, she's a particularly good choice, and I thought she she probably was the go to choice as well. Just just the yeah. way it went, how horrible Definitely. it was for her. Um, so I. Riker is the is the main sort of the, the focus of the episode um, from the experimenting point of view, but all he really feels is absolutely shattered. Um, and I did want to go for Riker initially, but I actually decided to go on one of the other characters he's being experimented on. Um, and there's a there's a great little point for Worf, and this is really the only time you sort of, they sort of acknowledge that Worf is being experimented on as well um, when he goes in to have his hair cut. And there's a wonderful scene where yeah. Mott is talking about how exquisite, exquisite and luxuriant Klingon hair is. And Wolf is like really deadpan. I don't want the same haircut as last time. Don't cut so much off. And it's quite, it's funny because it's just Wolf being Wolf. <laughs> but then, yeah, it's this so has come yeah. closer. Wolf gets a little bit, well, I won't say scared. I wouldn't want to offend him. But he obviously recognizes that something is happening that's not to his liking. And he sort of, you know, he gets quite angry and he pins pins Mott up against the wall, I think. And uh, you think, oh, crumbs, that's a, you know, he's going to be calling HR. You can't, you can't be doing that when somebody wants to give you a haircut. Um, but 
it's just a it's a very war thing to do and it changes the tone of the scene really quickly that he's having his haircut he's being wharf and then suddenly he's very he's very sort of suspicious and suspect and he's out of there he leaves really quickly and it was a really strange scene because it starts off quite funny and it ends in a really sort of dark tone you know right. mott's been a little bit you know almost assaulted really by being pushed away it was uh and then he, the wharf just runs off and they start trying to figure out what's happening. So I picked that one. That's a good choice. And and you don't know at that point why why did she react like that to a pair of scissors? No. You you don't know. No. And uh and Worf doesn't know. He, does, he you know Michael Dorn does a great job of of looking scared and confused at the you know what I mean? Yeah. It, um, uh, when he he when he walks out of the the yeah. out of Mott's and shop. He, he probably storms <laughs> off as well like you know stands up I'm out of there. And then yeah. get sort of Mott's sort of hands up like I wasn't gonna give him a terrible haircut, I promise you. Right. It was the best Mohican slash pigtails a Klingon's ever had. Right. <laughs> um so I have to say I probably should have gone for Riker, but I do think that Janeway is gonna is is pinching this one. She she was the best actor being experimented on. Wolf was good in that bit that scene. But Janeway is like all the way through the episode, you know, the constant fear of angering her. So I'm going to give my point to Janeway. Yeah, my point goes to Janeway too. But I have to be honest that Kate Mulgrew's going to get my point in yeah. pretty much any category I put her in, to be honest. So, but yeah. All right. Okay. Two for scientific method again. Yeah. <laughs> so now we're all tied up again. We are. We are. Category five best line in the episode. What do you have for schisms? Okay, there's loads of techno babble in schisms, <laughs> which I was really keen on. Uh, of course, you've got the O to Spot, which I was really keen on, but I didn't want to just recite the O to Spot. Although I feel like probably at the end of this, one of us is going to have to read out the O to Spot. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I picked a line that really stood out for me because it's it seemed a little out of place. There's a scene uh, when they're in the cargo bay. Data and Geordi, uh, they're performing some sort of subspace blah blah on the tachyon inverters, or they're, they're doing whatever. Who knows what? Um, and Geordi feels like he's got a headache, so he's heading off to sick bay. And he leaves. He spends an hour or so in sick bay, and then he comes back. And uh, Data asks him, "Well, you've only been you've only been gone a minute." And he goes, no, I've, I've been gone an hour and a half. And obviously Data's lost some time because he's also been kidnapped by these uh, creepy aliens. Um, but then Data checks the internal chronometer and his line is, you are correct. It's just the, the you. The you is so much like, I cannot believe you were right and I was wrong. You are correct. It's really like, yes. this is unbelievable. This is absolutely shocking to me. And Geordie just takes it in stride, you know, obviously data offends everyone left and right. But it was a really funny sort of little line um, where data just like, I'm never wrong about the time. If there's one thing I've got going for me, I've got the time. I can tell you what the time is. Internal chronometers are down. Uh, so my, my favorite line is, you are correct. That's a good, that's a good pick. Yeah, we, I guess we know that uh, now that androids can feel surprised. You know? Yeah. Well, occasionally, I mean, sometimes he's emotional, sometimes he's not. You can never keep track with data. He'll tell you he's not, but who knows? And you're right too, Jordy. Jordy's like that's just part of their 
yeah. friendship. Like he wasn't at all like <laughs> offended yeah. by that or anything. Yeah. Yeah, just, yeah I was, huh? <laughs> uh, that's a good choice. Uh, for for scientific method, uh, there were there were a lot of a lot of good choices here. Um, but what I wanted to highlight was the scene between Janeway and Tuvok. Uh, which happens after um, after seven <laughs> after seven yeah. finds out. Well, I'm not going to say the line you think I'm going to. I, I <laughs> oh. um, so it, you know seven sees sees the needles in Janeway's head and she leaves. And then Janeway's talking to Tuvok and um, she says, you know, everyone's you know uh, no one's doing their job here. We need to implement this and this and this and you know and the line I think you you're uh, laughing about is uh, so you know she tells Tuvok Tuvok has to implement this. Aren't you the chief of security and blah blah blah? And he says, "Shall I flog them as well?" You know, like a deadpan. You know, yes. which is which is, is yeah. a great line. It's 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 classic <laughs> Tuvok, uh, you know, deadpan humor that he does so well, uh, and it's wonderful. Yep. But after that, after he says that line. That she kind of takes that to heart, and and she's she's like, oh, I am kind of being ridiculous, you know. She admits that she needs a vacation, and she talks about going to the holodeck, um, and to this place in in Tuscany, you know, that she knows. And and Tuvok sits down next to her, and he says, "I will join you for a glass of wine." And to me, that line was just such a lovely friendship moment between Tuvok and Janeway, yeah. and just such a such a Vulcan way to show that you're con- that he's concerned about his friend, you know, and that that he's there for her, you know, cuz you can't imagine Tuvok saying yeah. I'm here for you Janeway. I know how, you know that you're going through something, <laughs> you know. He's not going to say that, but, no, but no. I will join you for a glass of wine. He says it in his own way. Yeah, no, that's a really nice choice actually because it is that's just true. really it shows their friendship actually because that's quite a that's a recurring theme through all the way through that all the way through Voyager is that these two are actually firm right. friends from before all this started that they know each other they respect each yeah. other they haven't you know it's not it wasn't a hard fought friendship it's a genuine friendship that they've always had um yeah that's that is a nice choice and it's not the line i thought i thought you were gonna pick the flogging <laughs> it's, line. It is a, it's a great uh, when, line. You, when you went when you went for that scene i was like well i know where this is going but no you well done uh, something i wasn't expecting uh and it is it is a really lovely line it is a it weirdly very memorable as well isn't it because it is it, you know in its own right a, a pretty a pretty strong line a pretty strong moment okay good okay well go on then How, where, where would you avoid the points to there uh, I, I, uh, this is a harder this one this is a tougher one yeah um oh they're they're both good fun character moments um i th- they I, are. I, I think i have to give it give it up to tuvok because that's pretty much besides him tapping his feet for Neelix. That's kind of like the most <laughs> emotional you're gonna, you know, friendship you're gonna I see from. I actually prefer this scene to the tapping the, the tapping the, did, the feet scene. This is a nice <laughs> one, yeah. Um, I am going to give. I'm going to give my points to Data in this one because I did. I just love the inflection in his voice <laughs> and the look on his face, and I, I do love your choice. Um, but I think mine is just it was it's such so a, this is a nice unexpected bit of the of the show, you know, a genuine bit of humor that's come out of nowhere and it's you know, it works nicely. So I'm I'm gonna i I'm gonna keep my points if I can do that. Sounds good. So we'll uh yeah, that's, that's a we're good sharing moment. them out. We're, <laughs> we're sharing them out. Five all. So we've only got one round left. Yeah. One round left to go. Okay. 
Okay, so the last category for this episode is best scene. So, Jen, what is your best scene in Scientific Method? What did you select? Okay. Best scene for Scientific Method. This is there's there's a lot of great ones. I thought about you know the ending, you know Janeway flying, you know yeah, through the yeah, pulsar, yeah. which is great. I thought about you know the scene we just talked about with Tuvok and Janeway, uh, mm-hmm. but this a scene that really sticks with me is right after uh, Seven meets with the Doctor in the holodeck. And he, he explains to her what's going on, and he sets her ocular implant. He accounts for the phase yeah. variance uh, in her ocular implants so she could see the aliens. And it's the scene where she leaves the holodeck, and she first, you know, is encountering what's actually happening here. And she, she sees, first she sees a, a crewman with this creepy, like, breathing apparatus thing all around his face, and you know, and yes, and then she sees yes, one yes. of the aliens, you know, just you know doing something, and uh, and just just seeing all this and not being not being able to react, you know, having to pretend that she's not, you know, freaking out. She must be freaking out at this point. Um, and then she goes into the. She, she is cool as a cucumber there. I mean, that's yeah, one of her right. keys. Yeah. Seven lucky, pretty lucky we had seven <laughs> having to do this. But uh, and then she go when she goes into the turbo lift and. She she herself gets probed, and she doesn't even react. Oh, and then she, I, I I think that the initial reveal of these aliens because it's our first reveal too, of what they're actually you know what's actually going on yeah. here, and it's it's a, a wonderful way to show the creepiness of what's actually happening during this episode. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's a nice scene. Um. Actually, that the bit in the lift where she gets where she gets probed herself or experimented on herself, yeah. it's so good that bit because it is like they've taken not just she's in the lift with them, they've taken that bit to the next level. Like, let's really right. invade her personal space. Oh Stretch my god! Yeah, how do you not flinch? Yeah, 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 yeah exactly, exactly. <laughs> that would, I would I, the the ship would have been doomed because I would have given it away. You know. <laughs> Absolutely, I can see what's going on immediately. I'd have been I'm about to turbo lift in a second. Um, okay, so my best scene, actually, again, you know, I, I, I desperately wanted to read out the Ode to Spot, but I'm, I'm staying away from it. Um, there is a really excellent scene where, when the crew, because the the TNG crew is great at this, well, you know, if there's a problem, there's no there's no dismissing a problem. Something's happening. Well, let's figure out what's going on. Level three diagnostics. You know, we're reaching the whatnots. We're going to find out what's going on because if you tell me you're having a dream about something and you think it's an alien invasion, then I believe you. So, uh, Deanna has gathered a few people in the holodeck and um, they're all talking about their experiences of having these sort of this deja vu, this sort of creepy remembering that something unpleasant has happened to them. And they're in the holodeck. And what's nice is the holodeck is just empty and they start sort of trying to piece together what's happening and they all sort of, you know, start throwing together, you know, the bits they remember, they remember a table and then the holodeck, the computer throws out, we have 5,047 <laughs> classifications of tables. And so they have to start being more specific. Um, you know, it's a long table. It's a short table, a table made of metal. And gradually, you know, it's a tilting table, a table with a, a restraint, um, table with a big arm coming over, a table with a big sort of clawed pair of scissors or clawed device hanging on the end of it. 
and they you know they all realize that something's happening and you get the sort of building sort of momentum when they dim the lights and then they get a really high light source which is brightly shining on the bed and then they start to get the clicking and it's like there's a clicking a click click but it's faster click 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 click, click yeah. but there's more of them and then the clicking really ramped up and they're all sort of you can hear they're all you can see they're all quite scared and the, like the dawning recognition that they've all been in this horrible place and they're all we've all been here it. before exactly oh yeah i know riker's final line yes <laughs> um and it is you know it's a i like it it's a clever use of the holodeck um you see Deanna doing some actual counselling. You know, she's there. She's like dynamically figuring out what happened. You know, how to solve these problems and work together to try and figure things out. The holodeck is cleverly used, like in a different way, which I think is quite good. Um, and then it just gets creepier and creepier and creepier. And the, the whole scenes, you know, it's it, it could be a scene from a horror film because it gets that that creepy and that scary. Uh, so yeah, I, I picked the the holodeck sort of the mystery theatre. Um, you know, the, 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 them trying to figure out what experience they'd all shared, which I thought was uh, pretty chilling. Yeah, I, I love that scene. Um, I'm willing to suspend the disbelief of, you know, how quickly they get to the table they want. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, it's kind of yeah. it's like, oh, now we need we need a metal table. And all of a sudden it looks like a, you know, like a medical you know, <laughs> yeah. you know, they they get there pretty quickly, which which is fine. You know, it's it's more just funny. It takes takes you out of a little I bit. Know. But um, awkward choices. They've got I don't know a piano or something. Yeah, well, it, yeah. <laughs> it, it would get pretty boring too if they did all the iterations. You know that they had yeah. that you'd really have to get to if you're trying to you know narrow it down. To yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, but I love everybody's like little glances at each other when they real rec- recognize something. You know, everyone looks totally creeped out and including Diana, uh, you were, you were saying, you know, she actually does some counseling here. Uh, she does a really good job yeah. of uh, not showing how creeped out she must be too. You know what I mean? Like you kind of see her kind yeah. of like swallow it and say, okay, what's next? What else did you see? What did you, what did you feel? You know, did you hear anything? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. She does a really nice job. And that, that's a great scene. It's just so, oh, it's, it's very creepy. When they're when they finally yeah, and, you know see the um, the room, they end up with their final design, and and it looks like a torture chamber. Yeah, and, it's not, <laughs> and they're in a torture yeah, chamber, and they and it, all had this experience. It's, it's quite it's similar, but it's not. Obviously, it's very different. The actual bed that he ends yes, up in. Yes, I'm very so glad you know, that they they didn't cheap out yeah. and just <laughs> just have the exact same right, bed. That would yes. be really lame. But it is. Quite, it was close enough. But it's yeah. close enough. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I have. I enjoy seeing the holodeck used yeah. cleverly. You know, not just uh, not just going in there to ski right. or recreate some crappy novel. You know, they're using it to solve a problem and, and do something. I really like that. You know, using that technology for something. So, w- w- where where are you going? Where where are your points? Okay, so uh, as much as I I like the uh, scientific method scene, that scene in Schisms in the holodeck is is just a classic classic scene, and it's stayed with me since the first time i seen it so my points gotta go to schisms and as much as i enjoy the uh the seven being you know thoroughly well it's just it's, it is gross uh what happens to her i do think that holodeck scene is pretty special so i am gonna give points to the holodeck All scene right. um so if we can just rattle through the numbers I have think a winner. we are. <laughs> yeah, 
Seven points to schisms, five points to scientific method. Yep. Yes. So, which, which I think is a, a fair yeah. score. I think that's reasonable. So, in, in this case, schisms wins. But I do wonder if we'd picked different categories or different uh, different rounds, maybe there'd be there'd be some different uh, exactly. different outcomes. Yeah. So, are there but, any other categories that you you thought we could uh, we could have picked? Well, I had the idea that if we'd picked, I don't know, best recurring character, I could have picked Mr. Mott because, you know, he is, he does only pop up once or twice, I think, or he's mentioned a couple of times as well. But it's a rare treat to see him on screen and to have, you know, a little see, a little sort of threatening scene with Worf. I thought that was, uh, could have been interesting. Um, I'm not, do any, uh, any recurring characters pop up in Scientific Method? No, or is it just all main cast and guest stars? Um, I'm trying to think of what would be a Scientific Method specific category one that would have been good for scientific method uh, categories is, is best alien technology the uh yes the, that's what i was gonna go for. yeah the barcoded dna that they could just insert anywhere <laughs> and make all yeah. these you know or and activate these genes or whatever they're doing um it's, it's some pretty impressive okay so it sounds like okay. schisms is our winner today in our random today, game but, but the next time random yeah you're right ne next time scientific right. method could have won <laughs> that's exactly, part of the fun exactly. just you know we we you know just really quick you know game talking about two two episodes that we of a show we love so okay 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 well thank you for listening to the first issue uh, first edition of snap track i hope you enjoyed it let us know what you think of our category choices what you've chosen differently and uh, where you think the point should have gone you can visit us at, at SnapTrack uh, on Twitter. So we look forward to hearing your uh, thoughts on the episode and on the categories. You can find me at Star Trek 1701. No vowels. It's a terrible Twitter handle, uh, but I never realized I'd have to say it out loud at any point in my life. I thought it would just be something typed. S-T-R-T-R-K 1701. Jen? Okay, and I'm Jen. You can find me on Twitter. I'm at eat at Quarks. Um, please feel free to uh, contact me, and we'll talk talk some Trek. Excellent. Next time we will be discussing holodeck hero episodes: uh, the Big Goodbye versus Our Man Bashir. Uh, so we look forward to seeing you then. Goodbye.